Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. A lot of personal updates I'm going to share as it's literally been well over a year since the last episode aired. And I'm going to get into a little bit of the whys and the logistics of kind of some things that have gone in the uh, back end of things, behind the doors, uh, scenes, and so forth, of just kind of the again, reasons behind the very long absence um, and just kind of what's been going on and so forth. So let's go ahead and get started. One thing I want to mention and I just, what I preface is, is bear with me. I am no professional podcaster by any means. Family and friends know this. Anybody who has literally stuck with me since day one knows this. I am a, uh, I I progress slowly, (laughs) so this will be a process that will take some time. So I just, again, super appreciate everyone's patience. Uh, One of the things that I'm super excited about is even though this podcast is not going to be something I I have any plans on monetizing, like I don't plan on this being some huge moneymaker, I still want to make good episodes, as in I want to talk about subjects that matter or are interesting to people, not just, you know, my own personal life, but maybe things that I find interesting that I know other people find interesting as well. And in order for me to do that in a well-like manner, I do plan on investing in better sound equipment, uh, recording equipment, not anything like super fancy, super outrageously priced, but I just, instead of using cheapy headphones that I'm using for today's episode, uh, previously I was using this really great headset that I had through work, but I didn't honestly want to pay for them when I left that job at the end of 2021. I could have, I had the money, I just decided to make the choice not to. Um, There's nothing wrong with the headset, I just figured, you know what, I want to look into getting something even better than what they were. So I apologize in advance if the quality in this at all is kind of off. Bear with me. I promise this will not always be the case. (laughs) So that's just a little heads up. Another thing I wanted to mention, since there has been a whole slew of changes that I have gone through within this past year since the previous episode aired, some of that to do with personal branding and branding for my business, I made the executive decision that I didn't want the podcast to be perfectly branded along with my photography. I kind of wanted it to be on the side, standalone, something away from it. Now, I might bring up photography subjects from time to time, but that's not my full-on plan for every single episode. I kind of want to mix things up. I know in a lot of ways, when it comes to a podcast, it's better to have a niche, but I just don't, I'm not prepared for that, nor do I really want that. That's not really, I have a very eclectic personality as it is. So to me, it makes more sense that my businesses should also reflect my personality. So if I'm eclectic, then my business is going to be eclectic. So, you know, for instance, in my photography, sure, I mainly advertise as a wedding and couples photographer, but I still do other things like headshots, branding shots, family, maternity, boudoir. I still do a lot of other things. I just don't specifically 
advertise them. And that's because I like to do a variety of things. So same thing with a podcast. My goal is I want to talk about a variety of subjects, not just one interlinear, um, you know, subject. So that is my goal. So in the interim, what I've done is I've readjusted the title or the name of the podcast to Sav Chats. That may not stick forever. I'm still kind of exploring options, seeing what makes the most sense and so forth. But I figured it's got my name in it, so it's clearly defined around me. But it's talking, or it's basically I'm hoping my goal is is that it's expressing what to expect. I'm chatting about things. I'm making it very personal, uh, lifestyle, if you will, um, more down to earth, not so, you know, business and so forth. You know, I want it to be very real and raw and relatable is the goal. So just wanted to mention those updates. Now to get into the episode, part of the reason why there has been such an absence, because literally the last episode aired February 2021. That was literally over a year, folks. And that's a little hard for me to understand because I swear it feels like that was just a couple months ago. In reality, it has not been. And I feel like the last couple of years, probably because of COVID, probably also because I've been super busy. I also got married in 2020. So there's just, there's been so many adjustments and changes and literally constantly, it's been almost every single day, something else comes up that I now have to adjust with. I have had to learn to be super flexible with my life, my wants, my dreams, my achievements, <laughs> my my goals, my my schedule, planning, just everything because of just how much has been like thrown at me and us really pre-pandemic. So with all that said, one of the biggest life changes that I did was uh, just in December 2021 that was the last month of my full-time job. And I had that job for, I was in my sixth year uh, or literally about to complete my sixth year and start my seventh year because I started in, let's see, would have been the beginning of 2015. So that was about January 7th, 2015, I believe was my start date officially. So just about to hit that like starting seven year marker. Um, Which is crazy to me because that was the longest job I've ever had. The previous job I had to that was working for Fry's Electronics uh, in California. So that one I lasted for nearly five years. And then between that was a couple of transitional jobs to get to the full-time job I had until the end of last year. And that was kind of like the epitome of what I wanted to do being able to work on things creatively and accessing that kind of, if you will, artsy side of things um, where I could just, I could build things and I could kind of put my own little marker on it. So it was a great, great job. Um, But it was a, it was, it was very necessary to complete that job. I fulfilled what I, what my reach could be, what my potential was for that job, nothing against management, the owners, supervisors, coworkers. I got along great with everybody, no hiccups, no issues, nothing like that. I will say the clients made it very difficult and not to say that every single client was just a nightmare. That wasn't the case, but there was enough 
problematic clients or what I call like thorns in the side that it just eventually added up to be too much. And I think COVID kind of started the process of me really feeling the effects of the negativity from the clients and it just kind of hit an all-time max, all-time high to a point where I had to have a heart-to-heart with my husband and just kind of explain the kind of mental state that I was in. It was no good whatsoever and I wasn't the only one with the company. I just, you know, along with others throughout time, moved on or found other jobs that more aligned with the schooling that they had gotten and it was great for them. Um, And there's a lot of ones that are seasoned. They've been there for years and years and years and they're pretty much, you know, even though, yeah, the clients can be problematic, they, they can work with it. So it's not that I was the only one dealing with issues or anything like that. I just realized for me personally, it was too much on my mental health and it reached a point where it was like, you know, I just, I need to move on. You know, again, nothing against the company or anybody that works for it. They were fantastic. Made it a whole heck of a lot easier. If it hadn't been for the coworkers and management that they have, I probably would not have actually lasted that long with the company. Um, They just made it a lot easier to deal with, easier to talk to and vent to and so on. So anyway, all with that said, December 30th technically was my last day because the 31st the office was closed. Otherwise, that would have been my last day. Uh, And it was that following week when I turned in all the equipment and everything since we did go remote once the pandemic hit and really got bad in March of 2020. Um, It was trippy to turn in the equipment because it felt like this had become such a integrated part of my life. Five days out of the week, eight, nine hours out of the day, sometimes more. I was working hard and I was expressing myself through the art of making these websites, putting them together, offering design options, helping people really understand the marketing side of things. And so there was a lot of moving parts that came with this job and I really poured literally blood, sweat and tears into that job to really, you know, help these clients out. So there was a part of me that kind of felt like I was leaving a piece of me behind. So I, I felt a little empty there for a little bit. And there was definitely a feeling of loss as well. Um, a little depression kind of kicked in. I did not expect it. I had it before during the pandemic. I think everybody can say a little depression kicked in, was not prepared to deal with, um, you know, going from working in a busy, semi-loud office, not crazy loud, but just, you know, there's chatter, people are on the phone, they're answering questions or making phone calls to clients to ask questions or get further information or answer questions, yada, yada. So there was always noise. And then I went from that to my own home that was very peaceful, very quiet, but I got used to that noise. So I had to do things to kind of fill in that quietness because it didn't work well for me. (laughs) I just got so used to the sound. I didn't know how to deal with the quiet very well. So that was an adjustment. And because of the increase of just angry people, because of the pandemic, everybody like myself was just trying to learn how to deal with such an abrupt change in their routine, in their schedules, in their lives, that a lot of people got very, very negative 
very quickly. And it just kept escalating day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And because of that, normally, you know, if there's a situation and you work in an office, you can just go to your coworker, whether it's turn to the side, turn behind you, or go into the break room and just kind of vent to whatever just happened on the phone or via email, whatever the case may be. I didn't have that anymore. And even though we had, you know, the chats where we could chat each other through Google Hangout and kind of like let them know like, oh my God, this just happened. It was horrible. Oh, this person was so mean and rude and nasty. It wasn't the same chatting it versus physically there in the presence of somebody else, talking to them, seeing their emotion, their understanding, their empathy. That has such a different impact on you when you're going through something. And I know a lot of people felt it. So there was this definitive depression that kicked in. And I didn't feel alone because I knew everybody else was kind of dealing with it. Sure, maybe in their own way. But I knew I wasn't alone in those feelings. Anxiety definitely took a all-time high as well during the pandemic. And it played a major role as to why I did nothing with a podcast for the last year. Because I just, I, I essentially lost all motivation. I was essentially just living to wake up every day, go to my job so I could pay my bills and pay off the last bit of debt that I had and just vegetate in bed once the day, the workday was over and then go to bed to then wake up and start that whole same routine over again. I gained a bunch of weight because I just basically ate to make myself feel better, but I ate in front of a TV because I had no motivation to get up, to go walk, to go outside, to get fresh air, to go work out, to go see people because, you know, pandemic, who knows who's sick or who has it and doesn't have symptoms. So, you know, I'm trying to abide by the mask mandate, the six feet distance mandate, the make sure you're not in big crowds mandate, you know, and all of this stuff. So it just, it took a huge mental toll on me, like most everybody else. And so that ended up just really messing with my self-confidence. Not that I had a whole lot of it to begin with, but I've definitely had periods of time in my life where I've had more confidence than other times. And the past couple of years have been that like low, low, low self-confident rate, like almost basically non-existent. So that was a huge challenge that I was facing every single day, which again affected basically my entire life. Um, I didn't want to focus on my photography, even though it was kind of there in the back of my mind, subconsciously remembering, you know, I have this business and I've told people I want to make it something more than just this tiny, small, part-time gig on the side here and there every few months or so. Like, I want to have maybe some jobs, not every single week or every day or anything like that, but just I want to have some jobs every month, if at all possible, if I can make that something. I'm not looking to be some huge, big, name-dropping photography business person. I just want to have work. I want to be able to create and really delve into what I'm capable of on the artsy side of things. So that was my goal. That was my desire. But attaining to that while having this part-time, or sorry, this full-time job, while dealing with anxiety and depression and lack of self-confidence meant zero motivation to work on the photography side of things. Plus, there's always something to learn. Then on top of that, while also 
getting questions of, hey, when are you going to do your next podcast? That just really was like extra low blows. Not on purpose by those people. They were genuinely wondering like, hey, we love every time you do your podcast. It's always something new. We get to learn something or we just get to hear a different side of things. You have a great podcasting voice. So when can we expect the next episode? But I felt so guilty because I knew I have zero plans for this stuff, guys. Sorry, but I have no motivation, no confidence. I can't even think of what I want to talk about because all I can think about is just getting through my workday day by day. I'm literally taking life moment by moment, hour by hour, because I never know from one moment to the next how I'm going to feel, what is going to affect my mentality, and so on. So talk about major challenges. (laughs) So quitting this job was just the first step in taking control of my mental health and putting myself on a healthier, balanced, maintained life path. It helped. It took a while and I still kind of sometimes feel a little guilty about quitting my full-time job And I've had many conversations with my husband about it, and he's super supportive. He was supportive the moment I sat down, explained my needs, my desires, my goals, got his side of things, how he felt, and so forth. And it was great, a a great conversation, the first one, and then subsequently all the conversations after that were great. I felt so supported, and that was essential to making this step. Um, There's a lot of pre-planning financially to make sure that we not only paid off any last bit of debt that we had, but also creating a financial cushion and saving up money however we could. So that way, as things come up, if I don't get a lot of photography jobs lined up constantly enough where it's like, you know, going to cover any extra bills or expenses like travel, things like that, then we're okay because we have a savings that we can get into if and when needed in an emergency situation or just in a situation where we feel comfortable dipping into that savings. That took a lot of planning. So that meant that I still had to deal with this very stressful uh, clientele that I was dealing with for a period of months and months and months because we had this discussion actually around the time that I released the episode in February of last year. We'd already started having that discussion. Um, So we really were playing, or I should say planning, well ahead of time um, to make sure that we were fully prepared as much as possible for the transition of both having a full-time, well-high-paying jobs to now one full-time, well-paying, high job, and, uh, and then my photography. I have to say, I feel super blessed because I did not expect, basically my plan for January of this year was a break. I wanted a break. I didn't want to work. I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to kind of get some well-needed rest, relaxation, and just focus on me and my mental health. Focus on creating a schedule that I could abide by, um, you know, to integrate exercise back into my routine, um, a skincare routine to follow that religiously so that I'm bettering myself starting from the outside in and or really the inside out. 
and it's it's helped but of course you know like anybody that deals with depression or anxiety there's still going to be times or days where it's just it's still going to hit you even when you're doing all the right things and doing the right things for yourself it's still going to hit you um but I've definitely been blessed because I got busy. Even in January, I had people reaching out, wanting to schedule things. We had a week vacation down to San Diego, and I had to work jobs around that um, before and after to try to fit them in because it was like, well, this is money that we can use for our vacation, so why not? And um, and it just it really worked out. And then from then on, I've had at least a session every single week since then for the most part maybe a week or two of that time where I had nothing but I was still working on the sessions getting them cold getting them edit- edited getting them delivered sharing them on social media etc I even worked on my website my previous plan was to the day uh, January 1st essentially of 2022 my goal was to get um, my website just fully launched the new website, but it took me a few extra days because I kind of lost motivation. Um, I was doing a lot of extra training for the old job and just kind of sharing some tips and tricks that I had been using for work to just kind of make things easier, make things look custom without taking a bunch of time like custom websites usually do. Usually they're more expensive. So I had just through the years come up with different ideas to bring that custom look without spending an extra time using all this extra custom code that was not needed and so forth. So management really wanted me to share as much of that as possible. So I had to do a lot of extra training and sharing and so forth. And it was great and it was fun, but it did mean that I had to kind of do some extra preparation on the side and get that information put together. So that took away time from getting my website launched the day that I wanted, but it still worked out. And I still, to this day, still tweak things on my website. I'll go in and I'll just, (laughs) I'll find something else to do. It's like, I, I don't know how to not just leave well enough alone. I, I don't know if that's part of my eclectic personality or something else. That's just my assumption that it's the eclectic side of me, but it could be something else. I don't know. Um, but I'm always messing with things. I'm never, I, I can never leave well enough alone. I could look at something and say, that's beautiful, but I could still make it better. Or I feel like I could still make it better. I, maybe it's the perfectionist side of me. I didn't think I had it, but more recently it was brought to my attention that I do have that a little bit inside of me. So it kind of makes sense. I'm always messing with things. I don't know. But anyway, so that's kind of always what I'm doing. I do it with galleries all the time when I'm in the middle of editing and then I go, you know, that looks okay, but I can make that better. And I do that with my photography business. You know, yeah, my editing's okay. It's it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. People love it, but I could still make it better. Or the way I interact with my clients, communication, um, the way I deliver things, the products that I use, they're, they're great. You know, there's nothing wrong with them, but I could probably find better. So I'm always doing research. I'm always working throughout the day, just looking for ways to improve different aspects of my business, my personal life, my friendships, my marriage, just anything that I can do to make things better. I don't know how to stop. So that's another thing I'm trying to just figure out how to 
learn the balance of it. You know, there's nothing wrong with wanting to make things better, but I'm learning there also needs to be a balance and that's super duper important to have that balance so that you're not overdoing it, you're not overwhelming yourself and then, you know, you get depressed, you get anxious and then you lose all motivation and then you don't do anything. So that's how life has been. (laughs) Now, now that I am a full-time photographer, it's really opened up a lot of doors. Um, Time, one of them, yes. You can't create extra time, so you do have to be more mindful of your time. And I've really tried to stick to a schedule of, you know, how long I'm going to stick to research, how long I'm going to stick to editing a session, kind of, you know, instead of just trying to fit it all into a 24-hour period where I just go bat crazy and start culling, removing images that I don't need or don't like or just didn't turn out the way I expected, and then editing them using any sort of editing programs that I have like Lightroom and Photoshop, just all the things before I deliver, send sneak peeks, and then start posting on social media. I, I, I want, I, I'm basically trying to be more balanced and spreading out the workload a little bit more. So each day tackle a different aspect for one to two hours and then do something else, you know, Bible study or, you know, something else that is going to be beneficial to my mental health and then working out. That's my physical health. Uh, doing research on better foods to eat for different reasons, keep my gut happy and healthy, you know, so just all these little things and sticking to a schedule, but still having to be flexible because like I mentioned earlier, there's always still things that come up, new responsibilities or other things that come up that we have to focus on or help with or deal with or take care of, whatever the case may be. So there's always something. That's basically been my life for the last really two years, technically even longer than that, but at least since me and my husband got married. (laughs) It's been a whirlwind, but great nonetheless. Now, one of the things I am super excited about, and I wanted to share this because a lot have mentioned travel being a really great way to bump up the mental health. Just getting out there exploring and seeing something new instead of just reading it in your book or seeing it on the TV. Actually physically being present and experiencing it firsthand. And so I've had a lot of really great um, heart-to-heart conversations with my husband. I have the trouble, uh, sorry, trouble bug, travel bug. That's what I was trying to say. I have the serious travel bug. I've always wanted to travel. And I've I've been able to travel the U.S. a bit. Not a ton. I haven't seen all the states. But I have been to some states. And the U.S. is beautiful. I've even had a chance to go up into Canada just a little bit. I was much, much younger. I have very small, minimal memories of it. But I have a bucket list of many different countries to go and see and experience and dive into the cultures see how people live out there, really appreciate what I'm privileged to have in my life. Even if it's very minimal, I have a very simple life compared to a lot of people here in the U.S., but I still have a lot of privilege when it comes to being able to just go and buy something and not think twice about, ooh, should I buy that or not? You know, so that is a privilege in of itself. And I want to be able to see, you know, more than just what is in the bubble of 
my life and my world here in California. I want to be able to see more than that. So we did recently finally buckle down and schedule and got everything situated with our passports. So we have our passports and we are in the works of scheduling and getting things put together for a trip to Thailand next year. So by February of 2023, the goal is to be in Thailand. Uh, we're going to go to Phuket and we're also going to go to Krabi. Um, they're on opposite sides of the island, if I remember correctly. Um, they're both very touristy spots. Um, we didn't want to go to some of the other major cities. Mainly, we just wanted to kind of we're not sure how long we'll be able to go due to my husband's work. He's a supervisor. He's the main tech, the senior tech. So a lot of responsibility falls on his shoulders. So because of that, um, there's a little question as to how long his boss will be able to allow him to be gone in a way that it won't detrimentally affect the company. We might be able to stay out longer we don't know. They have a business meeting coming up, so they'll be able to kind of talk details and go over the money and kind of see, you know, how can we fit this in. The goal would be three weeks. Worst case scenario, we can always squeeze that more into a, a, a two-week period. Um, we don't want to go less than that because the travel alone can sometimes be a three-day process. So if we only went for a week, that literally means we have three, maybe four good days of actually uh, you know, exploring and to a whole new country that we've never been before. That just sounds so minimal and not enough. So we kind of want to try to push for at the very least that two week marker, one week in Krabi, one week in Phuket to really soak it all up as much as possible. So that is our goal. I still have my bucket list of items, uh, places I want to go. My hubby knows. So we have plans to try to do some other traveling besides Thailand. But that is the upcoming one. Now, we might do something this year. We don't know. We haven't really talked about it. But I just I really wanted to share it. If you have been to Thailand, let us know specifically if you've been to either Phuket or Krabi. If there's any specific places like food places or beaches or maybe less, less touristy areas in those cities, in those areas that you recommend, let me know because I'm building a list of places that I want to go. The couple, which is our aunt and uncle that we're going with, we didn't want to travel alone. Um, we wanted to go with another couple who is seasoned travelers. They've, they've been there before, so they know the area. They're a bit more familiar with it. We felt it safest and smartest so we can really see the ins and outs, learn the tips and tricks, and just kind of experiencing it um, with another couple who's been there, done that. Um, we'll see if we'll be able to do something, just the two of us. I would like to do that um, and kind of make it, more of our our honeymoon but if Thailand is our honeymoon hey I will take it um because we still have not yet actually had a honeymoon <laughs> so that has been our life um but I'm super excited for this trip and again if you have any recommendations either for uh, Phuket or Krabi let me know um besides that that pretty much covers 
the big ticket items that I wanted to cover. Kind of more or less a update. Here's what's been going on. Here's why I haven't been around. My goals and so forth, etc. Um, I know that was a lot of talking, so I apologize. <laughs> but I just kind of wanted to kind of get everything out there and let you folks know what's been up. Um, I do... I am in the works of figuring out what headset recording equipment that I want to get. Um, so I'm hoping that by the next episode, I will have used that to record and release. Um, I'm working on a few different ideas for the next couple of episodes. A friend of mine actually shared some really great options I had not even thought of. Um, so what I'm going to work on, I have to do a lot of research and I got to kind of figure out my schedule on how I can squeeze in this research because this is going to be some time consuming research. So when these episodes actually air, I'm not a hundred percent certain, but basically there are some places within the Sacramento area that not a lot is known about, or there's like rumors, there's stories, there's legends, but without doing a lot of research and digging on these places, who knows what is actually true and fact versus just false fiction just to make it sound more illustrious or interesting. Um, but there's a few places around Sacramento that a friend of mine brought my attention to and I want to do some research into them. You know, what's the story behind them? Why have these places been abandoned for so long, not touched? Why is that? You know, what is the plan for these places? Are they really what they say they are or is there something else going on? So I want to do a little bit of that and just kind of some historical spots of Sacramento since that is the heart and gold, my hometown, where I grew up and was raised. And there's a lot of stories of, you know, Sacramento, but I think even though it is the capital of California, I think a lot of people still don't know the full ins and out history of Sacramento. And I'm kind of like a secret historian. I love history. It was one of my favorite subjects in school, um, from grade school all the way through high school and past that, I've always been fascinated with history. Granted, a lot of that was more world history. I was fascinated with different cultures like Egyptian culture, ancient Egyptian culture, ancient Japanese culture, um, and so on. So I, those always kind of fascinated me a little bit more than American history. But as I've gotten older, I've appreciated different aspects of different cultures including my own you know home places uh things and and a lot more information is is surfacing you know that wasn't either previously talked about or previously released or people just finally did more digging did more research and I I kind of want to be a part of that it just sounds fun and honestly I grew up on National Treasure and National Treasure 2 and movies of the like so there's always going to be part of me that's just like, you know, if I go to these sites or do research, what kind of gems or treasures will I dig up? Who knows? We'll see. So that is information coming in the future. But again, it's going to take some time to air those. So in between, I'll probably find some other subjects to talk about, still community 
based, you know, and related, some personal related updates, you know, things like that. Um, but just kind of going along with my eclectic personality, I mean, this podcast just has to represent, right? So keep an eye out. I am debating on whether I'm going to make separate social media for the podcast. I, I thought about it in the past <laughs> and I, I wasn't entirely sure if I wanted to do that, mainly because I already have several you know, Facebook pages, I have my personal, and then I have my business one for photography. And then I have several pages for my Instagram. I recently made just a completely personal one for just f- friends and family. I just share totally random stuff. There is nothing pretty about it. It is not aesthetically pleasing. That page is purely just personal, personal, personal. And then I have my personal photography where I just share all my personal, you know, animal pictures, nature, landscape, architecture, just my artsy side of things and then I have my my business photography page so it's a lot to already manage not that I do very good at managing them as it is but we will see about social media it probably would make more sense that I make a podcast Instagram page at the very least we will we will see we'll we'll, we'll see how it goes um Stay tuned on that, folks. <laughs> um, as always, I always like to end every episode with just a big thank you for all the support and, again, the patience. And if, if you ever do have ideas or recommendations on subjects, the only one I will always steer clear of is politics. That is just one area that I absolutely refuse to talk about it's a rabbit hole that I refuse to go down and I'm also very politically neutral it's just not a subject I'm comfortable with and I also lack knowledge on so better to not talk about things that I don't know sure I could do research but I'm neutral and I prefer to stay that way um I've lived my long my life this long without being political and I'm happy so I'm just gonna I'm gonna let the other uh other people speak for themselves, but that is just one area that I will not talk about. But other other topics, other subjects, I'm open for. Let me know, and I'm happy to dive into them. Um, the one area I think I will, unless it's just like super interesting, is true crime. I listen and love those podcasts. Like that is the only podcast I listen to. Other random ones might come up, and I might give an episode. A listening ear but podcasts like true crime podcasts that's my jam um I don't know if I have the time nor the patience to focus my podcast on that um so I think I might just stick to just listening to them but if there's maybe like a local uh crime that happens or happened and I come across and I'm just like super fascinated by it you know and so forth Maybe. We'll see. Stay tuned on that as well. But anyway, I've been literally talking into your ears for almost 40 minutes now. We're literally like 50 seconds shy of that. So I'm going to go ahead and bid you adieu. And thank you all so much for listening, sticking around, being patient. For any of you that offer recommendations, awesome. Thank you for those that don't. It's totally fine. I understand I'm not great at suggestions either, hence why I'm asking for them. (laughs) But I hope you all have an amazing day, and I will be sure to let you folks know when the next episode airs. Thank you all so much.